G'day everyone, how you going? And thanks for the questions again this week. So what we're going to cover off this week is training through DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. Um, swimming, free diving and water running, are they good for your cardio and strength? And also stitches, so I've got a little bit to cover this week. So the first one, training through DOMS. Okay, so thanks to Joshua for this question. Firstly, what is it? So DOMS is delayed onset muscle soreness. The cause, so any resistance to the muscle that causes damage, okay, is going to give you DOMS. So basically, when you think about um, lifting weights or any kind of resistance work you're doing, and it doesn't have to be lifting weights, you can get it from like shoveling, sand, or any kind of manual labor, labor. any damage you cause to the muscle fibers, okay, it needs to repair itself, and then once it repairs itself, it grows, and that's how you, you grow your muscle to become bigger, okay, you cause that damage, through resistance, and that resistance can be any type of training, as I said, it can be, you know, deliberate um, weightlifting, or, you know, if you're out the back doing work all day, you might find, you know, or shoveling, you might find your arms or your back are a bit sore, okay, generally that's your delayed onset muscle soreness, okay, so you've torn the muscle fibres, okay, and now they're regrowing, repairing, and that's how they get bigger. Um, it can be as soon as eight hours after the activity, Right, but generally you'll feel that the, the most um, impact will be that 24 to 48 hours after. Alright, can you train? Okay, yes you can train, right, depending on the seriousness of it. So, one of the ways to recover from DOMS, alright, is, is getting blood flow to the area. So, you can do this via uh, massage, you know, you get massage guns, you know, there's a few different ways to do that. Um, another way is through exercises, so swimming is a great one, um, you can do resistance training as well, so you can rework the muscle okay, to get blood flow to that area, but something to keep in mind is that the, the muscle fibers are damaged, all right? so you don't want to do strenuous activity that's going to cause more damage, because remember the muscle is trying to repair itself. So. Just for example, so if, if I do a heavy, you know, big upper body strength and conditioning session and I pull up quite sore, say, in my chest the next day, if I'm gonna train a lower body strength and conditioning session the next day, something I might do for myself is include push-ups. Now, for me, I can do push-ups quite easily. So if I've got a sore, sore chest, you know, I've, I've torn the muscle fibers, they're trying to recover, trying to repair. A great way for me to increase blood flow to the area is by doing push-ups. It's, it's a quite easy movement for me. I'm not going to cause any more damage to the muscle tissue, but I'm going to um, increase blood flow to that area. So for myself, if I do a big upper body strength and conditioning session or just a hypertrophy you know, chest session, I've torn the muscle fibers, they're repairing. So the next day if I'm going to do like a lower body session, I'll include some upper body body weight movement like a, a push-up to increase blood flow to the area. Another good one I might do is say chin-ups or body rows. Um, a couple of things to keep in mind, okay, as I've already spoken about, the, the, muscles, the muscles are trying to repair themselves. So if they, if the DOMS are extremely bad, like, and you might get this if you just started coming back to training, um, you know, if, if it's extremely bad, all right, don't, retrain that muscle area, just work on massage to the area, don't worry about swimming or any kind of motion that's going to cause more resistance to the muscle, okay, focus on massage, alright, getting more blood flow to that area to help with recovery, 
you know, so just keep in mind that it is trying to repair itself. I can't emphasize that enough. The muscle's trying to repair itself, so causing more damage, right, is not going to be good for, for the um, recovery period. Right, so another thing too is understanding the difference between DOMS and an injury. So generally speaking, DOMS will feel tight and achy in the muscle and an injury will be feel like a sharp or stabbing pain. So obviously if we're injured, we don't want to train. If it's DOMS, we want to focus on recovery. Okay, and we still can train, but just be aware of, of how you're feeling, how your recovery is. And generally, a lot of the times this will happen to re re really bad DOMS will happen to people that have previously trained, they've had two to three months off, they get back into the gym and they smash themselves those first few sessions or in that first week of training, right, your DOMS are gonna be really bad, so make sure you manage that. And a way to manage that is to ease back into the training. And I say that with a smile on my face because it is fucking hard. Like, if you've been training hard, to ease back into it, it's extremely difficult. You, you wanna get back into it, you wanna, you want to go hard, right? Just, just be aware of your recovery, be aware of your DOMS, all right, and, and try and recover the best you can. So I hope that helps. If you've got any question on DOMS or recovery throughout it, just let me know. All right, so the next one I'm going to cover is swimming, free diving, water running. Is it good for your cardio and strength? So cardio, yes, it is. Um, strength, it is, depending on your current ability, um, your current strength ability. So for the cardio, um, when you swim, okay, you you receive less oxygen than if you are when you're running. So it's, it's gonna help with your cardio. Um, if you're bad at swimming also, so I'm a horrible swimmer, so for me to go do a 30 minute swim session, I'm gonna get a lot more out of it cardio wise than if I am going to go for a run for 30 minutes just because I'm horrible at swimming um, so therefore my body's working a lot harder to propel myself through the water um, so it strengthens uh, your lungs as well so free diving is a big one for this um, with free diving it, it can be very dangerous as well so don't, don't just go don't just go out tomorrow and try and see how see how low you can go all right just um, be very cautious with that um, there are a lot of people that train in free diving that you could reach out to um, strengthens your lungs, all right. It increases your lung oxygen capacity, which is obviously great for your cardio. Uh, that's just uh, swimming, free diving, or water running. Um, sorry, not so much water running, but underwater running as well. Um, water running, so with the water running, um, there's two ways I've seen this. Um, so you can wear like buoyancy vests, so you're half in the water, half out of the water. So it's creating less resistance, so it's great for you know, your recovery or rehab. Something else I've done personally is underwater running, where you hold a weight and run under the water. It's very dangerous, be very careful. Um, don't never do it by yourself. Um, you know, if, you, if, you, if you are gonna go to a pool and do it, um, make sure there's a lifeguard there, they're aware of what you're doing, um, so they can keep an eye on you as well. Um, but I found, I found doing that was, um, it was a great workout for me. It, helps with my breathing. Um, I'm an asthmatic as well, so it helps with my, just controlling my breathing and being able to hold my breath longer. It, it did help when I transferred into running, or I did help with my running and my cardio. So just to wrap up the cardio there, um, swimming is great. 
um, free diving, water running, all those things will increase your lung capacity, which is a good thing. All right, and when you're swimming, you're getting in less oxygen than you are if you're running, so it's going to increase your lung capacity as well. Um, so strength, so there isn't much resistance. So something to consider if you're already doing resistance training on the strength aspect of it, you're not going to get a lot out of swimming. Um, on the flip side, if you're doing no resistance work, you know, getting in the pool and swimming, there is that resistance there through the water. So you are going to build up your strength, but you're only going to get to a certain point, okay, until it doesn't become as effective for strength training. So if, if you are already resistance training, I wouldn't look at swimming as a strength option. Um, if you're doing nothing at all, then it's a great place to start. Um, so something to think about too, okay, swimming is not a substitute for running. So if you've got a test coming up for a beat test or you've got a specific running goal, I'm not going to substitute my running for swimming, okay, because it is different, okay. You, you need to, for example, for like a beat test, you need to be running, okay. If you want to get good at running, you need to be running, okay. So you can, you can substitute some sessions out for swimming. Um, for example, like a longer, a longer run, if you need it to be lower impact because, you know, you're really sore. You know, that, that's just, for the longer zone two runs, that's just about increasing your engine. Okay, so you can substitute that out for swimming, but don't substitute all your running sessions for swimming. One here and there is okay. Something to think about is, so whenever I think about how I want to train for a certain goal or a certain outcome, one thing I look at is how do athletes do it? How do the top athletes do it? So. For top athletes, so like swimming athletes, okay, they're gonna swim, okay, but every now and then they might run as well, okay. For runners, they're gonna run, and every now and then they might swim as well. But you know, if, if a swimmer isn't gonna run continuously to train for swimming, and a runner isn't gonna swim continuously to train for running, so that's what I look at, okay. What, what is my overall goal? If it's the beat test, okay, it's running. How does a runner train? How does a sprinter train? Okay, they're gonna, majority of it they're gonna run. Okay, they might do a pool session here and there. So I'm gonna emulate that. I'm gonna copy that because that's my goal. That's how the people at the highest level train. Okay, I'm not gonna train exactly like they do, but it's gonna mirror somewhat what their, what their training and what their goal, what their outcome is. So that's something to look at as well. Okay, look at your goal, where you wanna be, and what are the top people in that, in that area how do they train? How do they get there? Okay, and I'm gonna try and mirror that to the best that I can, understanding I'm not a professional athlete. Okay, I've still got other things I need to think about. All right, but I'm gonna try and mirror what they're doing. Okay, so I hope that helps. I'm just gonna wrap that up with the swimming. Um, and the last one was stitches. Okay, so really quick on stitches. All right, the exact cause is still unknown. Okay, there's a few theories out there, but I won't go into them because they're unknown. Okay, they say a few things to help stop stitches or stop them from occurring is stay well hydrated two hours before your activity, um, have small amounts of water so don't scull water um, and no large volumes of food two hours before um, and then also avoid sugary drinks. So 
we went into a bit of detail as into why, but you know, that, that's just a few few things there. With stitches, all right, I get those questions a lot. All right, the exact cause is unknown, and that's just a few options there um, to try and stop it from happening or reduce reduce it from happening. So I hope that helps. Just to wrap it up, all right, training through DOMS. Yes, you can just be aware of you know how, how badly the DOMS are affecting you and your recovery, right? Making sure that you know DOMS are, should feel like a tight achy pain. Right, injury is a sharp stabbing pain, so make sure you're not trying to train through your injury. Um, for swimming, for your cardio, yes, it is good for cardio. For strength, not so much. Um, it can be if you're very inactive, but it is not a substitute for running. Okay, it can um, complement your running, right, but it's not a substitute. Uh, for stitches, exact cause unknown. Stay well hydrated. Uh, two hours before, sip water, don't scull it. Um, no large volumes of food and avoid sugary drinks. So I hope that helps you guys. If you have any questions at all, hit me up. Thanks.